Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, on New Year's Eve. Pull up a stool, car, truck, van, bus. What are you on, John? <laughs> Happy New hey, Year's we're Eve. we're cruising home. Cru- Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's Eve and uh, all that good stuff. Hope everybody has a better 2022 than 2021 turned out to be. But, yeah, it's the only thing you can keep on doing is keep on swimming, right? Yeah, that's yeah, all we can swimming. do. Everybody keeps telling us they have the answers, John, but none of them do, right? No, apparently not. No, but they all blame each other for what they don't know. So hopefully my New Year's prayer is that both sides get their heads out of their butt and, and make things better. That's what my, my prayers are for the future, yeah, 2022. Yeah, good luck with it. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. You know, I yeah. saw, I saw Doug, I saw a, uh, a tweet the other day that said, it's time we face it, the 90s were the peak of the human species. And I'm beginning <laughs> to think that's the truth. You know, I mean, what were we concerned about in, like, 96, 97? Bill Clinton getting a little happy in the freaking White House. Yeah, I mean, that was what, the big news of, the, of well, the entire year. The biggest thing is, I you think, now, I think the whole world started to go crazy when, the problem is, be, you ever hear the term, be careful what you wish for and careful what you want to know? <laughs> well, I think the internet yeah. broke everything, because now everybody knows way more than they need to know, and people tell you stuff they don't know when they think they know it. Is That's what I and think. You is- can, and, and like we've said a million times, you can hide behind the computer, you can say things to people that normal, normally you would never say, no. you know, I mean, it's like all of a sudden... Uh, road rage has turned into computer rage, you know, so yeah. it's, it's a, so. I mean, there, there is stuff said on the internet that nobody in their right mind would say to another human being in the grocery uh, store, you know? Absolutely. Texting tough guys, as I told you before. Yeah. And it so. all started with the email. I told you with a fantasy football league. We had a guy that uh, was yeah, talking yeah, like yeah. the toughest guy on the planet on an email, and he sent me the email. Then when I when I drove and met him somewhere, he had he had nothing nasty to say anymore, John. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But anywho, hopefully we all can get along. Everybody, we just want to get along. Hopefully 2022 can be the year of head removed from both parties' rear ends and things become a better place. Because we the can. way things are going right now, it's it's crazy scary. 
So I'm praying for a happier, happier New Year, and we can get rid of this virus. What do you think, John? There's always hope. There's always hope. So what do you do? I, I got, how was your Christmas, Johnny? Uh, well, we had had Christmas the day before, so I, I worked uh, 12 hours on Christmas, and today was our holiday uh, this week, so I worked 12 hours today. So that's my holidays. Uh, making, actually, they turn out to be about between four and five hundred dollar days so i guess that uh, is pretty much worth it that, so. that's santa giving you stuff in your stock with money yeah, instead of coal yeah. yeah i'll take it so yeah yeah that it, it turns into double time after eight hours so that way that works for me so well that's why we were off uh that's why i was off today and last week because uh if we work it it's in our contract it's double time so the the owners of the building say they're we're going to give you the day off because they, they we deserve to be home now. They're giving oh, us so day, generous. Yeah, they're giving us the day off because they don't want to pay double time. Is what Damn the deal right. is. Yep. But anywho, I got some nice things for Christmas, Johnny. Brenda got me. She got me some new mic, uh, new microphone setup, the whole nine yards for the show that I got to get hooked up. And she also got me that new recorder for the phone, so maybe we could do a better job recording so I can record you without it breaking up in the future. You know, Doug, just like we said about five minutes ago, there's always hope. Yep, there's always hope. So we'll see that. And she got me, I got a couple Disney gift cards, John, so that means I get to come down to see you again. Hey, all right. You can be like Judith and Tommy. Yes, I know they're with you right now, and we're going to get into that in a minute. And I also got, John, my wife found this. It's from September 16, 1969, R.E. Brogy, E-T-A-L, Passenger Carrying Apparatus. She got me uh, a design, like the architectural blueprint, of when Roger E. Brogy and Robert Gurr uh, created the People Mover, John. There you go. That sounds cool as hell. It is. I'll send you a picture of it, John. It's it's the schematic drawings of it, and yeah, and, very cool. and and that's when you know you're loved because you she that took effort if you understand what I'm saying. Paying attention to your loved one, she knew I would love that, John, and I did love it. It's 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 really cool, John. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's like a ten by I guess ten by twelve. Uh, picture and she brought the frame and she framed it and everything for me john there's two there's two different architectural drawings so i have something of disney's that you don't have john because you got more junk than i do how about that so but i'll tell you what i'm watching at the ball at epcot right now and it is absolutely gorgeous with the christmas tree there at world showcase at the front there's a view that's this 4k walt disney world yeah i don't know what tree what What's that? What tree is at the front? Because uh, the only tree I know of is the big well, one in uh, at, at World Showcase. That's what I was saying, in the front of World Showcase, where you go to Future World, the big one they oh, have okay. there. Okay. Yeah, they're, what they're doing is they were filming from across the water, and you could see the tree, and then you could see the ball, if you understand, on Spaceship Earth, which and the lights are changing on Spaceship Earth. It was absolutely gorgeous. And tonight they're streaming live fireworks uh, from Magic Kingdom, John, for the for uh, New Year's Eve, for the New Year. They're streaming Woo. the fireworks. Disney Disney's Woo. Park Vlog. You, you're not staying Woo. up for that. You're not staying up for that. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds, Doug? What are the odds? No, we might. If we set the alarm, we might. But I doubt it. But yeah, she got me that, and uh, I was very happy with that, John. Now. 
and the recorder. Yeah, on that sounds very cool. The new microphone. She got me one of the real microphones with the, uh, with the. Uh, it has like the screen in front of it to stop the air. It's it's real professional. I might become a professional DJ, John. Ooh, you're gonna leave me behind. Yeah, when it's all said and done. But uh, so you got to see Judith and Tommy. They came down to visit you guys. Uh, you and Lisa and uh, and Tommy and Judith. You just all went to Raglan Road. How was that? Uh, Raglan Road was actually really good. Uh, we had lunch there, so there wasn't any live music or live dancers. Uh, they started at five o'clock. We ate at twelve thirty. So, but uh, uh, it was it was really good. I had the. Uh, uh, Shepherd's Pie, Lisa and Judith both had the key lime salmon, and Tommy had the uh, chicken leek pie. Um, and everybody enjoyed their food. Everybody enjoyed their beer or their wine. And uh, all in all, it was a very good meal. We had a very, uh, very good waitress. So, I will say I've been, uh, we've been very, very lucky. I can, I think, and I, I could say I've probably eaten probably, and I'm. And don't hold me to this. Don't text me or email me. But I probably had over the years uh, 50 plus trips, close to 60 trips. Uh, we probably had over 300 meals at Walt Disney World, wouldn't you say, John? Probably over the years. I would think, yeah, you got to be approaching that number. Okay, and I could count on one hand the bad waiters or waitresses I have. So I, I got to say, I mean, I am very pleased with the service we usually get at Walt Disney World. The only problem I usually have is when. Uh, they pay more attention to Brendan and me, which I don't blame them when I got a guy waiter. That kind of throws me off a little bit. But besides that, I'm usually okay, John. Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, uh, we've eaten many meals out there, probably not quite as few as you have. But uh, uh, nonetheless, we've had quite a few. But the three that I can tell you right off the top of my head are the bad waiters or waitresses. Boathouse, Sanaa, and uh, uh, Yachtsman Steakhouse. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you know? Well, so. we had our anniversary dinner at the boathouse, and the guy was nice, but you know he was kind of I, I kind of a little too uh, flirtatious with Brenda, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, which I kind of mentioned it without mentioning it, if you get what I'm saying. But it, it, he was a little off, and 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 the ones that the only other ones I've it was mostly men that I've had problems with is uh, <laughs> no, and the ones that uh, no the cocky ones that. They don't act like you got to write it down, and then they bring the wrong stuff anyway, if you understand. That that makes me madder than anything. When you remind them that certain thing needs to be a certain way, and I'm not usually too particular with that. You know, I'm not – me and Brenda will eat almost anything. We're not really uh, – we we're not like uh, – you know how you know, some people want to – I have friends that will go to McDonald's and want to order a specialty hamburger. It's like, stop already. You're going to McDonald's. Just get what they're going to give you. You know what I'm saying? So we're not real particular, but – I, nothing I hate more when they get it wrong. That that aggravates me. And then they don't admit they got it wrong. Try to tell yeah. you that you no, that's what you you did order it that way. Nah, I really didn't. But we've uh, we've been very lucky. Walt Disney. I will say the waiters and waitresses have been phenomenal at Walt Disney World. So, anywho, so uh, what did you? How long did you guys stay there? Was it nice to see them? Nice. It's always nice to see them too, isn't it? Yeah, and actually, uh, I mean. Uh, the one critique I would have said about Raglan Road was that it, it took a long time for the service and a long time for the food to come out, but that was fine because we sat there and BSed for freaking, I think I think we ended up sitting there from 1230 to about 245 or so, so we sat there for like two hours, and uh, I mean, there was no rush because there was nothing, you know, it was the middle of the day, so they weren't kicking us out or anything. And, uh, yeah, we had a couple of drinks and uh, really enjoyed it, and then we walked around Disney Springs a little bit, and then 
uh, by 3.30, 3, 3.45, uh, Johnny's got to get home to get to work the next day. So uh, had, we had to split. But, yeah, it was great seeing them. And, uh, and I know they had a really, they've had a really good time this week. And I think I'm going to meet them for dinner on Sunday night. Uh, it'll probably just be me because Lisa's not going to make it in. Uh, so I, I think we're going to go to Olivia's or something. So we'll see. That'll be I nice. So. It's always nice to hang with them. They're wonderful. And, you know, they're a wonderful hang. And it's for, for you guys, that's not a bad that's not bad because you're like us. Like you don't, you're happy to sit and have dinner for two hours because we've seen it all. We've been to all the parks. You're there to see each other. And, and the more time, the merrier, a few more drinks, hanging out, you know, exchanging stories. It's wonderful. But for somebody that wants to get to the parks at night or whatever, that would have been a long dinner. If you were wanted to get, if you had something you wanted to do at any of the parks that night, but for you guys, it was great. Yeah. But I have a feeling you don't make a reservation at Raglan Road if you're in a rush, you know, especially yeah. in the evening when they've got live dancers going on and that whole thing. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Raglan Road's definitely more of a chill-out spot than someplace to grab grab a quick meal, you know. So. No, you're never going to hear me complain if it takes a while as long as the food is hot and good. Not, and, like, yeah. if it, if it yeah. takes forever and they get it wrong or it ain't right, or, or it's not warm or not cooked the way you want it, that, that could be aggravating, but... I'd rather you take too long and get everything right than I hate being rushed out of a place. That pisses me off the most. Like, that was the other time. Remember I told you at La Cellier? We felt like yeah. the guy. I mean, we just get our entree, and it feels like five minutes later he's coming over to see what we want for dessert. I mean, are you, are you, I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, I felt like I was being kicked out the door. And the food was phenomenal. Everything was right and good. I just, that last time, the one of the last, we've eaten there since then, but that time I was telling you about him, we were on the dining plan. I felt like he was kicking us out the door, John. Yeah, that's what I felt like the second time we went. And then this last time we went was probably, that is probably the best meal I've ever had on property, if not the best meal we've ever had in our entire lives. So it was yeah. great. The the uh, waitress was great. Everything was fantastic. So, yeah. But, uh, I mean, the, where the prices are now and everything, they're trying to talk me into making a reservation there for vacation, but I don't know, man. It's freaking steep right now, so oh. I'd really have to think about it. So. Well, and this, it, 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 yeah, it is. I mean, if you go there, it better be. It, it, it's to the point now. The prices are at a lot of the at the Yachtsman Steakhouse there, and a lot of the Disney, uh, a lot of the uh, restaurants on property now are getting to the point where. They're, they're, the prices are like a price of having an experience, if you understand what I'm saying. So it better be perfect if you're going to be going and spending that kind of money. I mean, that steak better be the same as you just had it the last time, John, for even be able to justify it. Yeah, yeah, and, and to know that, I, that what I spent on lunch at, at Raglan Road the other day, uh, if lunch at uh, La Cellier is probably going to be another <laughs> for if, if, if and if we go there, uh, that's the one place JJ wants to go to eat, of course. So, you know, I'm um, probably talking three three bills easy. So, I mean, you know, and that's and that's not if I, if we, you know, if I, only I drink. So. Yeah. Oh, it's it's it it it's expensive. I mean, the last time me and Brenda went there, I think the two of us it was a buck and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And and and. But that's across the board, to tell you the truth, because mm-hmm. we, me and Lisa went to Outback Steakhouse just a couple of weeks ago, 
and before we knew it, we'd spend a hundred there for yeah. just for dinner. And so, I mean, you know, you, and you're thinking if it's just just here in town at Outback for a hundred, yeah, you're probably gonna spend 150 at friggin' Disney. So, and and the food's gonna be a little better, obviously. So, you know. Yeah, me and Brenda went out to uh, Cinder Bar today for lunch. We did a, a lunch, and uh, I got a a, a braised beef risotto, John. It was it was, Ooh, that sounds good. It was phenomenal. I mean, Brenda dipped her fork quite a few times into that, and <laughs> and we got these uh, house-made meatballs, John, that were out of this world. They had prosciutto, and uh, they it was on a. a uh, what was the bed of it on it? I can't think of the name. They had three uh, meatballs, and it was on top of a, a, a puree that it was sitting on. That was out of this world, dude. And we really enjoyed ourselves. And that meal today was, and Brenda got a turkey BLT. And when I tell you, this sandwich, John, was bigger than my foot. It was like on the sourdough bread. It was like a monster turkey BLT, like. I had a nice piece of it, Brenda, and I had a piece of it, and Brenda ate, and she could only eat half of it. That's how big yeah, this sandwich was. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a feeling she didn't finish that sandwich. No, she brought it home. Mom got one, because we brought home one meatball for Mom, and the whole nine yards. But, uh, and that meal there was $70. So it's not cheap. We tip 90 bucks, John, for lunch. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So, yeah, it adds up quick, doesn't it? Yeah, but what, what is it here? The Le Cellier Filet Mignon now is 60 bucks, John. $59. Yep. That, that's real money right there. The Prime Rib is 57 Sustainable Fish, whatever that is, is $45. Uh, USD, New Don't York. Don't go to Le Cellier and get the Sustainable Fish. Yes. I'm how dumb. <laughs> but, uh, well, if you can't have meat, you can't have meat. So I'm sorry. I take that back. You're not dumb. But I wouldn't order it. Uh, USDA Prime New York Strip, $52. Pork Two Ways, $42. And Autumn Bison Strip Loin uh, is $52. So, yeah, John, you go, uh, the four of us go there. We're talking three and a half, three, three and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, and add some drinks to it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm saying, we're going to drop some significant funds. Yeah, so. you're talking three, three, and about three and a half, probably with alcohol Good. Yeah. and tip. So, I mean, it's not cheap to go there anymore. I mean, I I think we originally started going there. The filet mignon was $32. So that goes to show you how long ago it's been, John. Uh, that was back in the ancient days. Yeah. Goodness gracious. They're only 2000s, John. You get the – and it was weird because we would go there. Because you remember the day back when – and I know you do, but you would go to La Cellier. You get the filet mignon for lunch. It was like $32, and it was like $39 for the same exact steak at dinner. Yeah, well, the, the – one time we, the, I think it was the last time we ate there, uh, they had the same exact lunch and dinner menu. It was exactly the same. Everything was just a little more expensive. And there was one dining credit at lunch and two dining credits at uh, dinner. So, yeah, I think we'll take a late lunch. Thank you. 100%. So. 100%. But uh, I, I can't wait to go back. The reason I can't wait to go back is I've always, I've never had a bad meal there. I've had bad service, like I said, that gentleman. And a couple other times was okay. And, again, it was usually we dudes. I don't know what it is, but because I'm so pleasant, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I have so many good memories at, at that restaurant. Like, I can just look around. My father's no longer with me. And every time I go in there, I can look at the table that we set at with him, if you follow me. And that just 
just brings me back. It's worth it's worth it it's worth it to drop a couple hundred dollars to eat there just to see just to have the memories of my pop and the family in there. You know you know what I mean? Because we've been in there with Brenda's family, been in there with my family, been in there with both our families. You know, so there's a lot of memory memories in La Salle because that was our go-to place for about 15 years, John. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, there was years back in the late 90s and early 2000s, probably up to like 2010 before they started smelling themselves. We've eaten there. I, I there's multiple trips that we've eaten there three times in a week, John. So. Yeah, we did Cape May twice on a vacation, so I I I, I know what you mean. Yeah, we, we did La Salle. We had one dinner planned, and then, because we always end up at Epcot, you know how that is. We ended up having another pop-in, a pop-in lunch and a pop-in dinner during that week, so, a couple times. You know, we would just, what do you want? We'd be walking by there, it seemed like, and we'd head in La Salle again. Oh, John, today's a sad day. Yes, Rose Nyland passed away. Oh, yeah, Golden Girls. She's yeah. just short, Betty White, just short of 100 years old, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess she just couldn't make it to 2022, huh? So, yeah, it, it is It is a sad, and she, uh, God, she's been an actress, obviously, as long as we've been alive, Doug, so it's, it's hard to imagine uh, uh, television without her. So. Uh, she lived a good life, and she, she, I see. my wife was telling me she's seen her in an interview, and she said she was never afraid of passing because she would get to go see her husband again. So hopefully she rested in peace, and now she's with her husband, and then she's living happily ever after again, John. Yeah, and, and like you said, Doug, I mean, it's sad, you know, but at the same time, she was 99 years old, and she lived a hell of a good life. So, yeah, I mean, I would, there's, you, you, there's nothing too sad about that, you know. So. I, I would sign the papers right now to, to go to there as healthy as she was, Johnny. Yeah, 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 to be running around like she was just, uh, what, uh, six months, a year ago. So, yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, well, speaking of something that isn't going to be running around no more, Disney's Magical Express comes to an end tomorrow, which is today, John. Today's the last day for Magical Express. Well, right. well, well. Yeah, I've already seen the buses out there with all the stuff stripped off of them. So you can tell which ones they were, obviously, because they have, still have the coloring. You know, it's the same color, but all the all the uh, vinyl the wraps are off of them, so that it doesn't have, say Magical Express and doesn't have the uh, uh, characters on the windows and all that stuff anymore. So. And there's still the Mears buses. They're using them for other things now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll actually probably still see them all over property because Mears is one of the... Uh, uh, transportation companies they use to supplement our buses when it's extremely busy like it has been this week so. yeah it's very sad that again that that's going to be my biggest bugaboo for the next uh, all the trips i book now there's a couple that i have on the books is people tr still figuring out how they're going to get to and from the airport like they, I, I gave them options like they know how to but now trying to make that decision you know what I mean? Well, it used to be so seamless. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got off the plane, and, and didn't they actually send you the luggage tags and everything yes. to, your, to your home? So, yep. I mean, ba basically, you turned them your bags in at your hotel room and or your your uh, airport in Akron or Newark or uh, Las Vegas, and, you know, what, 10 hours later, th those bags are in your room. That's yep. freaking magic. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. I mean, it made my job so easy, and that was one of the selling points. Like, we don't have to do nothing, right? That's what they would say. People don't, they, people don't want to work on vacation. Like, we're the weirdos, John, where we enjoy the planning and 
But Disney is not an easy trip to take. It has enough to do as it is. Now you got to start it off by actually being stressed on how you're getting to and from the airport. Yeah, yeah, that and uh, it now, it, I mean, it used to be just fast passes. Now you got to figure out how, what to do with Lightning Lane if you're going to do that and the Genie and all that other crap. I mean, I haven't even looked at it yet. I haven't even planned a park day with all this new stuff to, to I, I guess I'm going to in the new year when it slows down a little bit. I'll give it a shot and see what I can get done um, just without using any passes or anything. See if I can actually ride some rides at the Magic Kingdom. So. Yeah, well, Judith is was out there asking questions like, I'm a newbie. To, like, how does this work? Like, And this is somebody that lives at Walt Disney World, too, yeah, and she's yeah. confused. You know, yeah. it's sad. It, they're making it so hard, and it's like I, I, I get 50 questions on top of the 150 I already got when I was booking a Disney trip. Because, again, going to Disney ain't like going to Hawaii and laying on the beach and, and taking a couple excursions, if you follow me. It, it's... It's seven days for most people of non-stop going, planning, and and they want it. They want it. It used to be great. It was seamless with the magic your way. Now it's just so damn confusing. It, it's very sad. It really is. And lo, the loss of Magical Express is just throw another another wrench into the into the motor. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, just another problem with the monkey. Yeah. Last look at Tron Light Cycle Run construction site for 2021. Well, it'll look the same in 2022. <laughs> Nothing running. And 2023 and 2024 and 2025. That's John saying that, guys. So you know it's bad. <laughs> you know it's bad. Uh, the Holiday Storytellers was back in Japan, John. I, she's awesome. That's All the storytellers are out of this world. I, I love the storytellers. That's what I. That's what I was gonna tell you. The one thing I did see on Christmas, Doug. So it was. It, I thought it was special. I was uh, driving backstage uh, during my extended time, so it was like 4:30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and I pulled around International Gateway to pick up the cast members to uh, uh, take them over to the break room. And there was Father Christmas in his green outfit, just walking out of the UK pavilion. So I saw a version of Santa Claus on Christmas Day. I felt special. No, uh, you should have. You should have gone up and asked if you could sit on his lap and take a selfie. Uh, that might have not went well. So, yeah. uh, uh, well, you could have tried, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? Uh, New Year's Eve lineup. Who's going to be singing tonight at Epcot, John? Do you know? Uh, not a freaking clue, dude. Uh, New Year's Eve at Epcot will take on its usual format this year following a break from last year's due to COVID-19. Cheers to the year, the, cheers to the New Year's as a sparkling celebration fireworks will take place at 11.50 and will include a New Year's countdown and midnight feature rooftop launches from around World Showcase. The park's new harmonious fireworks will take place at 6.30. Uh, Round World Showcase DJ dance parties will take place from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. at China, Italy, the American Adventure in the United Kingdom pavilions. Holiday Kitchens, part of Epcot's International Festival of Holiday, will be open until midnight, John. So you could get your food on until midnight. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, you know, uh, when I was leaving at 6 o'clock, there were still people, uh, bus drivers coming in and clocking in. Uh, that would make sense because it, the park doesn't close until one, so a little bit of buses running until 2:45 or so. So yeah, yeah, I guess they are just getting to work. Whew, man, I'm glad I don't on that schedule anymore. 
Yeah, yeah they, uh, 8.30 a.m., the park actually opened to a resort guest, and it's closing at 1 a.m. So that's a hell of a day if you spend all day there. You ain't kidding. Yeah, I was picking, I picked up Saratoga right before I finished, and I had a full bus load. And, uh, uh, two ECVs, a uh, fold-up wheelchair, and then uh, the one one poor woman in the e- one of the ECVs said, uh, that was enough with the clown car because the people just kept piling out when, they, when we finally parked. But, yeah, everybody's getting over there to party, I guess. So. Uh, it's, it, it's, it, I bet it would be a great time to be there, but I wouldn't want to be there. I'd rather be sitting in uh, – I wouldn't mind sitting on the uh, – one of you guys had the DVC at the Contemporary with a nice little balcony. We could take some – alcohol up there and sit on the porch and hang out together that would be my and watch the fireworks over to magic kingdom that would be my uh, nice night what about you well when i stopped at the hess station on the way or the speedway now not hess when i stopped at the speedway station on the way out of property to get my soda before uh, we get on the show uh there was a uh guy that obviously was staying at the boardwalk and he just had a 12 pack of Miller Lite so that's probably more my idea of where <laughs> I would be heading to, right to the balcony and I'll watch the fireworks from the uh, uh, boardwalk balcony that'd be a good time so. 100% Johnny 100% I would uh that I'd be in for that anywhere I mean even hanging out outside along boardwalk around the lagoon there uh, overlooking hanging out because you could you could find places where you wouldn't be all crowded and stuff especially now with COVID again I mean COVID right now I mean even though thank God people aren't getting as as sick it's a it's a that I know more people now that have I bet you I know a hundred people now that have had it John compared to when it first came out I knew maybe one person yeah, well, I think, well, we were also shut down when it first came down, and then there was, you know, everybody was pretty proactive with wearing masks and all that stuff at the time, so, and I've, from what I've heard, this, this, uh, what, the Omicron variant, it can bust through all your defenses that you have set up and get you infected anyway, so, but, like you said, hopefully it's just not as severe, but, hey, hey, who got their booster this week, huh, huh, look yeah. at me, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, well, I beat you, I got COVID, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I can't get my booster for another month from what I'm being told. Now, mom's supposed to get hers, I'm hoping, within the next week or so. So, we're hoping Well, here's the hers. one thing I tell you, Doug. Don't get your flu shot and the booster in the same arm. That was a little sore for a day and a half. So. <laughs> uh, I believe that. I, I actually got my flu shot back in August, John. As uh, soon okay. as it came out, I got that. Oh, you are very proactive. Yeah, I've... I've Many moons ago, I would show up at too many people's houses or too many idiots come to work sick. So, yeah, I've gotten yeah. a flu shot for now for about 20 years, and I th- I thank God I have because the flu's no joke, dude. Oh, that'll make you feel so terrible. Yeah, the flu's I I don't ever want it again. So that's why I get it as soon as I see it at the Target, I walk up and get it. <laughs> you know, I'm in. Uh, so you've been smoking hot down there too, John. And now, as soon as Typhoon Lagoon opens, you're gonna—it's uh, gonna be freezing again, isn't it? <laughs> 86, 87, just about every day. Well, at least 82, and then it's like 86 if you're standing in the sun for a couple of hours. But uh, yeah, and then uh, I think uh, Typhoon opens on Sunday, and there's a, supposed to be a cold front come through and uh, chill things out. And I think the high on on Sunday is supposed to be like 64 or something. So. That's just kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's hysterical. But that opens up next week, don't it, Johnny? Yeah, I believe Sunday. The yep. second, doesn't it? Yeah. So. Yep. 
And Disney is going back to COVID. That's where I was trying to go. Then I got sidetracked. But uh, cast members now filed, filed the latest CDC rules. Now you only have to be quarantined for five days. I don't get that because when I just had it, I was still positive five days later, John. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know who's running the clown show. So. I really don't. That's my point. It's like, I, 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 we need a show that just has doctors on it that don't have anything politically to do with it. Because I don't know what to believe half the time anymore. All I know is five days later, I was still sick as a dog and I was still positive. So all I have to say is make sure you're a negative before you go back to any anyway. Because you, I'll see people now that will count five days and still be having it. Yeah, yeah, and if in, in doubt, freaking stay home, right? Yeah, uh, Walt Disney World operator. Yeah, well, I'm, if God forbid, I if I was anybody, I would do ten days still. Uh, Walt Disney World operating hours extended during January and hours released into March. So if you guys are headed down soon, uh, all the March 2022 hours have been released. Wish I could take my beautiful bride down for her birthday in March, John. Now that would be nice, or or the end of April. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what we're shooting for, to be quite honest with you, Johnny. We were working on Judas and Tommy on the uh, uh, this, this past weekend, so, you know. Well, you know, you know if, uh, well, I, and I know she has problems with school and his work and stuff, but you know if me and Brenda ended up being able to, if we booked that week, you know those two are, those two are going to come. Don't you think? No, they were trying, so... If they can, that I think will, uh, that'll uh, that'll convince them a little bit more. Not that I know they love you more than me, John, but I just think the little extra incentive of me would help out me and Brenda, especially Brenda, not even me. <laughs> uh, CDC saying don't cruise, John. Did you see that? <laughs> don't cruise, huh? Yeah, that's what they the, uh, me and Brenda were watching the news yesterday morning, and they recommend you don't cruise. Disney Cruise Line extend date flexibility offers through May of 2022. So if you want to go on a Disney cruise, they have a ton of different offers right now. Uh, Florida breaks COVID-19 case rather record for fifth consecutive day with 75,962 new cases, John. We are number one. Yeah. Uh, it goes back and forth, dude. New York, New Jersey, we were, we were, we're the whole country's red right now. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's in that red alert stage. So. Yeah, the whole country's sick. Yeah. You know, uh, Judith did love Remy's Ratatouille, John. I think she, she I, somebody else didn't like it that I knew, but uh, Judith, uh, they liked it. I know you liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, the our buddy that uh, sent the review on Facebook, he uh, he didn't care for it. He thought uh, the land was a little underdeveloped and stuff like that. Um, you remember reading that review, and yeah. he wasn't all that impressed with it. But uh, Judith also liked, uh, from what I've heard, she awful she liked uh, Harmonious an awful lot. Yeah, me and her had a little disagreement on. Oh the, uh... boy. Well, I said to her, I, I and and I, we'll talk about because we're going to have Judith on for a trip report. We, well, I would hope so. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. But we were texting back and forth. She she like said, "I'm sorry, but I did like Harmonious," and I, <laughs> I I said, "I don't care how good the fireworks are. I'll never ever forgive them for what the barges have done to World Showcase, Lagoon to me for me. That's what I hate about it, John. If they moved, I'd have no problem with them. It just even like your beautiful Lisa agree with me. She don't like the barges. You don't like the barges, do you? 
No, they're pretty hideous. Tommy even said it when he was walking around that day. So. Yeah, they're they're tough. Like the fireworks might be fine, and and I and I and hopefully I do like them to kind of make me forgive it a hair. But I said it would be. I compared to. I said I hope that they, between the contemporary and the Magic Kingdom, I hope they build a big big tower, like a water tower there, to block the view from. The contemporary to the Magic Kingdom, because that's what it does. The world, everybody stays at the contemporary for the beautiful view of the Magic Kingdom. Am I wrong? I would think so. Well, I love Epcot for the beautiful view at night at World Showcase and during the day. Don't you, John? Ain't that one of your favorite parts of World Showcase? Not anymore. Exactly. Well, I hope they put up a big tower in between contemporary and, and Magic Kingdom. So everybody's view, so you can't see Space Mountain from your hotel room. And see how many people would like that. I think it would kind of piss them off, don't you, John? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so put up a big, black, huge water tower. Paint it dark black, bl block everything, and then shoot a water fountain off the top of it to make everybody else happy. Maybe it looks like it's springing a leak. What do you think? <laughs> Sounds gorgeous. Yes. I mean, it, it just ruined my world showcase is my problem. Uh, hours are good. You guys, if you're headed to Walt Disney World, they're extending hours. They ain't worried about this COVID outbreak. They're extending hours everywhere. January 16th, 17th, and 22nd at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, Dis Mag Magic Kingdom hours extended in mid-January. So they're, they're not they're, – we're moving straight ahead now, Johnny. Oh, yeah, at this point, it's like, screw it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was basically uh, uh, our governor, love him or hate him, but uh, and, uh, Disney both, they were like, hey, everybody's sick, what are you going to do? Full steam ahead. <laughs> I, mean, well, I don't know what else to say. We what are you going to do? You, I mean, we, Yeah, we, we can't we... shut down again. It is what it is. No. So, I'm sorry. No. Uh, we tried, you know, and we, we, we can't do that again. Florida well, that's what cracks you up, tourism, so. and that's why it shows you that the whole thing is political for the most part, John, because the last time we shut down and everybody was for it. Now there's 10,000 times more cases, and there's no way the government can shut down now. So it's just, if they were ever going to shut down, it would be now because there's more cases than ever before. But they're just going to keep moving because the economy can't get hurt. It's just a whole crap show, and all I know is if we shut down again, uh, no small business will survive. No, no, no. Even some big businesses wouldn't survive no. at that point. No. You know, all we'll have left is Disney, Tesla, and Amazon, and Walmart and Target. Everybody else will be gone, John. Yeah, all the grocery stores would survive just fine. Convenience stores, all those, yeah, you know. Yeah. But. Something awesome here, Johnny. My buddy Gino turns 41 today. Disney's silverback gorilla celebrates his 41st birthday, and his name is Gino, if I remember from watching the the disney show yep yeah gino. you know when i was stationed in new jersey i met a couple of guys named gino that looked an awful lot like a silverback gorilla yeah they were part of tony soprano's crew exactly yeah but uh, gino's 41 he's the king and it was really cool because it shows his keeper she's been with him the entire time since he's gotten there they're like best friends it's really cool to see and he has more he has a nice clan floating around there john he has a lot of offsprings He's a prolific uh, Gino. Yes. And they try messing with him a little bit, but he's still the king. They, they tease him. It cracks you up when you watch some of the videos and stuff, or when you're there just watching them, how the younger males now are starting to uh, feel their royal oats, if you follow me. But he still puts it. He can yeah, still put I've them seen, in their I've, place. I've seen that a couple of times. And, they, and uh, you know, the... Uh, 
animal care specialists are there when you when you can ask them and stuff. And, and I mean, it looks pretty friggin' intimidating, but uh, she says, no, they're just testing and it's no, no big deal. It's not like they're going to kill each other or anything. Mm. But yeah, I mean, they uh, they'll throw down. So, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, Gino still can put him in their place. He's still the you know the king there, which is awesome to see. The original 1975 turnstiles removed from Carousel Progress. Why? Don't know. The turnstiles that were outside Carousel Progress since its installation at the Magic Kingdom in 1975 have been removed. There were previously two sets of turnstiles, which we all know that. I, I like going through the turnstile. It was a, a nostalgic to me. This was one of the few attractions at Walt Disney World that still had the turnstiles at all. Turnstiles of this nature were common in early Walt, Dis early Walt Disney World to count the number of guests entering the attraction. Guests using wheelchairs were not required to use the turnstiles. The photo from July... 2020 shows this turnstiles other attractions that still have turnstiles largely focused in Tomorrowland such as Tomorrowland Speedway and Astro Arbiter they are still they are still present at the Country Bear Jamboree at Walt and Walt Disney World's Enchanted Tiki Room but it doesn't say why they were removed I don't know why they were removed that that was one of the things that made the ride nostalgic I like going through the turnstile John and now how much would those things sell on eBay for no, I don't know. Ask Bob Iger. He probably got them. That might be what it is. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. He wanted to sell. No, he. No, what he probably did. He probably put them in his. Uh, in the. Uh, the people that work at his uh, house, so that he can count if they go in and out, so he could take money out of their paycheck as they're coming and going from his property. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Or to charge them for entering and leaving. You know, some some way to get money out of them. Top of the World Lounge at Bay Tower, Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Resort. Uh, what's it say? Open for Disney Vacation Club members December 30th and 31st. Oh, damn it, John. If we were down there, you could take us up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess I could have headed over there tonight, but probably uh, not. What is this about? Tron... Lights, light cycle run excluded from D23 list of 2020 Disney offerings. Holy crap. You might be right on this, John. It may, John, it may not open until 2023. What the hell is going on with this? Does that still mean my train won't open until 2023? I don't know. And, and we've talked about it before, Doug. This is an attraction that's already open. I mean, uh, Shanghai has it. So it wasn't like they were inventing a wheel here. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's a high-tech, advanced ride, but it has been done before. So it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy. That is a brand-new attraction. Uh, Tron is has been done. So I don't get it. No, I don't get it either, John. I really don't. It, it's, 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 it's weird. To, it's, like, weird to me now. I mean, uh, and, and this is just the Bob Iger is a money-grubbing P-R, and then I won't continue to spell it. But uh, it makes me feel like they want to – I just feel like it's some, it has to do with money. It has to be because they already feel like they got the people they need this year. So I'm thinking they might hold that off to drag people down there for 2023. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, there's a possibility. Maybe that's what it is. I really don't know because I thought it was supposed to open up for the 50th. Yeah, well, well, they're like they're looking like now with all the the sheep just continuing to come, no matter how bad they whack us over the head and out prices and 
charges for everything. I'm I'm surprised they don't charge you extra for straws anymore when you go get a drink. I mean, well, you have to you have to use paper straw. You can buy a plastic one, so there you go. Well, I and and like if you go get coffee, they should charge you for each packet of, of sugar. I mean, they they are they need to charge you for everything, dude. I'm surprised they don't put a counter on your shoes and charge you for every damn step you take. So there is a well, speaking of that, Doug, there is a local fast food restaurant here in uh, near my home that char- that will give you two packs of sugar, but then we'll charge you 10 cents for every pack of sugar after that. And I don't use that much sugar, so I don't really care, but I just found it amusing that somebody <laughs> is that, that penny pension. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's Bob's cousin, Joe. That's yeah, Joe Iger. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But no, I just, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, John. It just, it's everything. But I could just see them charge for that stuff. I don't know. I, I just, it's to the point now where it's everything. Uh, where are we at now, Johnny? Oh, did you see uh, Boba Fett yet? I not only saw that, but I watched, uh, I think I'm about three and a half or four episodes into Hawkeye. So, yes. Yes, I did. Did you like Boba Fett? <clears throat> I like Boba Fett an awful lot. Yes. Uh, it has my favorite character in it. Uh, it has my favorite world, my favorite fantasy world of Star Wars, obviously. So, yeah, I liked it an awful lot. Uh, my son and uh, Lisa both kind of had their own issues with it. I didn't care. I was just happy to see it. So, so what were those two issues? Uh, the one with the Sarlacc pit, they, they couldn't believe that he crawled out of the sand. They, they, they didn't see that as being feasible. And they didn't like the – they called it overacting on the one mayor's aide that came to see Boba Fett. Uh, the, I forgot the name of that alien species, the dude with the long tendrils uh, coming off his head. Yeah, I know uh, who you're talking about. He yeah. was basically the court gesture. Yeah, yeah, and they thought he was overacted way too much. And I think that might have been it, but yeah. So, but I, I didn't care. I loved it. Nah, the only problem I had is, is the, uh, I think there was, what's, I, I'm losing my mind right now. What's the, what's the name of the creatures that he ended up being with at the end? The one uh, that gave him the water. Oh, the Tuscan Raiders, the Sand People. Yeah, the Sand People. When he, uh, the fighting with them was way too long. It was too much of that. Yeah, that's all my problem was. It was like enough already with the with those. Yeah, they're beating them. They're beating them some more. They're beating them again. He's beating them and beat like he, nothing could kill him. It's like stop beating them already. That was my only problem. But I gave it a nine out of ten. I thought it was really good. You and, know what? That that creature he fought in the friggin' desert was one of the scariest effing things I've ever seen. So yes, he was demon, nasty. Oh my god, that thing was horrible looking. So, yes, uh, he was pretty nasty. He, yeah, he was. was. Yeah. Uh, did you? Uh, Hawkeye, what's your thoughts on that? Because I love Hawkeye. I think it's good. Um, it's my favorite Marvel sub-series that I've st- uh, seen so far. And I've watched them all. So I've seen Loki. I've seen um, uh, the Winter or the uh, Cap, or not Cap, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I saw uh, uh, whatever the heck that horrible WandaVision crap was. Um, uh, and, dude, that got... That got TV show of the year and stuff. Now, I mean, are you? I don't get it, dude. I think, I guess we're the exceptions to the rule because I, I hated Wandavision. I didn't even. I not, didn't care for it at all. I thought it was ridiculous. It was supposed to be this story about a woman who, who can't cope with her loss, I guess, and so it had a deeper meaning, I suppose, was where they were going with it. I don't know. 
but yeah, I just I so, couldn't. <laughs> I guess I couldn't get the deeper meaning. It was one of the, <laughs> I I don't know. I just I did not like that. I tried Loki. I got through Loki. Could have been better, but there was too many like nothing's going on in Loki for me. You get what I'm saying? There was too many yeah. dead areas. Like him sit like I don't know how to explain it, but. It was just weird. There was uh, there was a lot of gray areas that I didn't like, and not gray as far as I didn't understand them, but like a lot of not a lot of slow parts. It was really slow and drug out for a while. Don't you think there was a lot of slowness in it? Yeah, I, I thought there was, and and I'm not a big fan of uh, Doctor Strange and the whole alternate universes and realms and all that type of stuff in the first place, and so. Uh, him doing the same type of thing. I mean, I, it's okay, but it's just not my favorite genre of type of, of stuff to watch. And that's why I didn't like Doctor Strange. I really, I mean, he's okay in the actual big movies, but his own movie, I didn't like that movie at all. So. Well, I'll tell you this: Hawkeye even gets better because uh, Natasha joins, or uh, Natasha's sister, uh, Natasha joins it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that far yet. So. Yeah, Black uh, Widow's sister ends up showing up, and a lot of things come together for you, John. Sorry about okay. the spoiler alert, but it's really good. No, no. It, the only thing, I'm, the only problem I have with that is, is they play too much with him not being there right at Christmas and all that stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you have to realize there's a lot of working men across the world, not just superheroes that can't be there with the, every night for Christmas. You know, I mean, so it, it it played up that too much for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was in New York City with his freaking kids and had a great time. So, yes. I mean, so the fact that maybe he's not there for every night before Christmas and it's so depressing, I mean, in a way, get over yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, dude. You got to work. It, it, it is what it is. So. Well, it'll slowly – how can I put this? That'll tie together too. It'll come okay. – it, it gets less of that and more of everything else. The only thing that I have – it was funny though, but – my problem was the sweat, the sweatpant gang. They annoyed me. The sweatsuit gang. How yeah, stupid they're pretty they're. funny, actually. Tracksuit. Track yeah, tracksuit gang. Like, tracksuit mafia. Yes. I mean, their stupidity got a little too much, but that was the oh, my only complaint. I think Haley Seinfeld's doing a great job. Steinfeld doing a great job with him. Yeah. 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 They seem to work pretty well together. Yeah, and they get even better. Their, their relationship gets better. It's. It's really good. I really enjoy it. I, I, that was my only to the, the the behind the scenes stuff, like a day in a life with the Animal Kingdom stuff and all that. Besides that, that was my favorite series so far. That and The Mandalorian are my two favorites. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Hawkeye, but it's no Mandalorian. So yeah, to me, yeah. See, I, uh, I, it's right there with me with The Mandalorian. So I really enjoyed Hawkeye, but. That's just me, John. You will give it to the next few episodes until you totally judge it. Yeah. yeah. Is that I fair? Will. Oh, I'll watch them all. So. Uh, uh, Disney Polynesian Resort. Will, Disney Polynesian Village Resort will not allow non-hotel guests to view New Year's Eve fireworks from the beach. Uh, bah humbug, John. Yeah, well, good luck trying to restrict that. I mean, how if you're walking over from the TTC or something, how would you even know? Unless you're well, standing down there scanning bands. Well, I that's guess. supposedly what they're going to do. They're they're 
doing wristband distribution for you to be able to stay at the beach. Yeah. Well, I understand both sides of that. If you are staying at the Polynesian and you spent that money, you deserve a spot. You know, you know well, I mean, 100%, but I'll tell you what. Then I don't think anybody staying at the Polynesian should be able to bring their ass over to Riverside while I'm there. <laughs> During that night, I don't think – I think it should be, okay, you can't go to any other resort then. Yeah, What's fair for not... one, not fair for – I don't want you in my food court. Leave my baguettes alone over at the at the, at the uh, Port Orleans French Quarter. I don't want you there. I don't care if you want a baguette at the end of the night. You're not getting it. I don't think you should be allowed. No beignets for you. Mm-mm. No, it's just me. But it's... I don't know. You run into the same problem like when we've stayed at Boardwalk before. Uh, we've checked into Boardwalk and there's no parking for us. And you know that all that parking lot is not full of people actually staying in the hotel. So, I mean, it, and because people park there and, and uh, go over to the Food and Wine Festival or, or whatever. So, But nonetheless, I mean... If I have a reservation, I should have a parking space. So. Yeah, well, they need to make more parking over there is all I got to say. Maybe stop charging so damn much to park. At, at, if you stay on property, you shouldn't have to pay for anything. You should be able to park wherever the hell you want. That's my opinion, but you know what opinions are, John. <laughs> Everybody's got one, don't they? Yes. Just like something else. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? I don't see, uh, Disney Skyliner, Epcot line closing for refurbishment on January 23rd. Hey, they refurbish that quite a bit, don't they, Johnny? Yeah, you know what? I'd rather them refurbish than one fall down. So. Yeah. I think you're kind of right there, John. Yeah, well, that means we're going to have more, more, uh, bus lines running. Yeah, well, over time for you, John. Yeah, there you go. New new Star Wars Milk and Minnie Mouse Magic Band at Walt Disney World. You know what that one is, John? Probably a Blue Milk yeah. Magic Band, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even want the Blue Milk. Like I don't under like this is where the Disney higher ups to be. I don't understand how anybody would think. Well, it's 90 degrees on average from May until October, and what could we have to drink when we open this new land? Milk! Like, who thought of that, John? Like, why why, why milk? Do you even think oh, of milk? A, because it was in the original Star Wars movie, and it, and that's what Luke Skywalker had when he walked into Most High the Cantina. And so for 40 years, 50 years, we've sat and watched that movie, and every every. So I lost you on the whole blue milk deal, John. But anyway, it's it's, it's nostalgic from Star Wars, which I get. But they drink other stuff during the movie too. They could have probably did that, I I think. Yeah, but that, that that's what everybody saw when you walked it when Luke walked into the Mos Eisley Cantina. So, and it's not real milk. I mean, it's uh, it's more like a pina colada mix. So it it, it looks like milk, but it, it I would not say it's nearly. It doesn't have. I wouldn't. Even, I don't even know if it has lactate in it. So, well, I I could give it my to my wife. She's lactose intolerant. We could check it out real quick. I'll let you know. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. No, she'd beat me up. Uh, new Dole Whip creations and 50th anniversary treats coming to Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, they got at the shack at the snack shack next to Typhoon Tilly's. We'll have new frozen dessert bar 
or dessert bar menu, guests can mix and match different Dole Whip flavors, including mango, pineapple, lime, and raspberry. Adults can also add tequila, coconut rum, or dark rum to their custom treat. So, uh... They're, they're, they got four Dole Whips now, John. You, you think uh, everybody's going to like that, or they're going to uh, go off? The, they're going to go off about uh, having every anything but pineapple. Uh, me, I'm going to love it. Sounds great to me. Uh, but the purists are going—they're going to lose their mind. Yeah, all the people it's not that the don't. Real Dole Whip. It's yeah. not the real Dole Whip anymore. No, all the people that don't like citrus swirl, John. Yep. Uh, they still sell these new Toy Story Pizza Planet hooded spirit jerseys at Walt Disney World. They got new ones. Like, they keep putting all this Pizza Planet stuff out, but the restaurant sucks. Like, why won't they make that place good, John? Why can't they make that as good as Via Napoli? You tell me. It never was. Uh, yeah, there's a plenty of Pizza Planet merchandise, and it's not even called Pizza Planet anymore. Now it's Rizzo's, and that flopped uh, because you got crappy pizza. So, yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, if you're going to put if you're going to have crappy pizza, at least make it like a Chuck E. Cheese and put lots of video games in there and all that kind of uh, cheesy crap to make it look like what Pizza Planet was. You know what I mean? So. Oh, 100 percent. But they th- that place, that building is so beautiful and so big. I don't understand why they can't have a good restaurant in that. I think it's just a waste of space. Yeah, well, the stuff they keep putting in there is certainly a waste of space. So. But, Johnny, you're getting ready to run out. You're going to go bleeping out again, and it's going to be annoying. So I'm going to let you go. And I got this new recorder. Hopefully within a week or two, we'll be up and running. Well, like, as long as your phone stream, your phone is good all the way to what, five minutes before your house? Yeah, about uh, uh, five to ten minutes is when I run into that one bad, really bad area. So Yeah, so hopefully this new recorder will work. And we can get things uh, rolling along better, and we can maybe do some more shows after. The... That's my New Year's resolution, John, is to hopefully get a couple more. I definitely want to start the positive shows after the New Year. I want to stop. I mean, the Sunday news, when they read that they're going to charge you now to breathe in the park, i got to scream about that. But I, I do want to talk about La Cellier and do more menus and all that. So that's our New Year's resolution, to do a couple positive shows. And if I have the recorder to where we can record on your way home, John, you're done with audio. You've listened to so many audiobooks. You really don't mind talking to me on your way home. It does make your trip go faster, don't it? I looked at my library the other day, Doug. I have 307 titles that I've listened to in my audiobook library. So, yeah, I've, I've pretty much covered everything, and uh, I'm getting tired of Dateline. Uh, it's really depressing listening to murder mysteries all the way home. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking, talking to you, Doug, is a ray of sunshine next to that. <laughs> so I'm actually better than that. So go figure, John. But uh, I'm 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 really happy. I'm I'm really gonna. I'm really hoping we have a happy new year. Hopefully we can be happy and COVID will find its way out of here. They're saying they think the spike will end in January, so hopefully that's the case. Hope you and Lisa and JJ have a blessed and beautiful new year, John. I hope everything you want comes your way in 2022, and I hope everybody out there is a happy and healthy new year. Uh, I reiterate everything you said. Uh, you know, I can't think that 2022 is going to be any worse than 2021. At least I hope not. So uh, keep on swimming, and uh, maybe we'll get past all this and move on to a a better, uh, happier world. And fold your damn strollers. Yeah, fold your damn strollers. Hundred percent. Don't get John, man. If you get John, man, you did some. 
Yeah, you got to work on that one. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, I never get mad, so I don't even know what that's like. But <laughs> yeah. getting you mad is is next level, John. So. Yeah, that's a feat. That's a feat. So, but anyway, again, happy new year, and we will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye, guys. Bye, bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye for bye. twenty. Happy New Year. Bye for twenty twenty one. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.